You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and we are finally caught up on those days. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysrunacouch.com, and if you're hearing the strain of my voice, then you know this is the third of three podcast episodes that I am recording in order to catch up from the one that was missing last week and yesterday's episode that we were off for Labor Day. So, welcome back to your Tuesday. Thank you for sticking with me. We are going to talk about the Blue Jays roster situation now that September is here and they can call up with impunity and just, you know, select whoever they want, have a have a 37-man roster, whatever they want to do, they can do it. So we'll talk about that in the second half of this episode, but we're going to start with the Labor Day game against Atlanta, which, again, did not go in the Blue Jays' favor, shockingly. I mean, they are officially eliminated from playoff contention, so it makes sense to lose to the division leader in the NL East. They lost 6-3, despite out-hitting Atlanta 5-4. And there is a clear reason for that. But now let's get into it. We can praise Josh Donaldson after. That was a sloppy, stupid game that the Blue Jays put out there on Monday. Um, Jacob Wagaspak getting the ball. And he... It, it wasn't even that. He was that wild. It's just when he was, it was clear. And it's almost like he didn't want to pitch to some of the bigger bats. Like... Acuna and Freeman had miserable days for Atlanta, but Ozzy Albius drew two of those walks and came around to score both times, which, I mean, it's, you, you can't just keep shooting yourself in the foot like that. And granted, Wagasback got no help from his defense. Errors charged to both Bo Bichette and to Brandon Drury on a two-run error on that Dansby Swanson ground ball that should have ended the inning, but didn't. And instead of being a 2 nothing game, it was a 4 nothing game, and it was pretty much out of reach. Which sucks, because they would have had a lead after the Rowdy Tellez home run and the Randall Gritschuk sacrifice fly. But again, that's just what sloppy baseball gets you. And Wagaspak, like you can you can point to the Drury error and be like, oh, that's why the Braves got that, and that's why they won. But Wagaspak compounded his own problems. You cannot walk three guys in an inning and expect to emerge unscathed. 
And like that's that's just a universal truth. And Wagusback is starting to come back to Earth a little bit. Again, that's the second straight outing where he's not had his best stuff. And I mean, you're you're very appreciative of what Jacob Wagusback has done since you know, cementing himself in the 2019 rotation, which is great. That's like cementing yourself on the national hockey team of Singapore. Good stuff. It's not really impressive, but good stuff. Good for you. Anyway, he's had issues with his defense in those games. Again, he he only lasted three innings in the previous start against Atlanta, gave up five runs there. So it, it's been great for his ERA. It's still down below four, but this this one was far more of his own doing than the August 28th start. And again, much like Trent Thornton, you wonder, is Jacob Wagusback just meant to be like that 6'7 guy who you can call up and rely on for like a, a month or so? And then when your guys get healthy, you just send them back down. And admittedly, I think Wagaspack has more of a chance of being a starter than Trent Thornton at this point. But it again, it it's going to be a matter of is he going to bat, battle against some of these kids and give them a real challenge and make the TJ Zoics, make the Anthony Kays, make the Nate Pearsons earn that spot in the rotation. And for now, I guess he's still doing it, but like innings like that, like again, these blow up innings and his came in the third today. It's a little earlier than Trent, but these blow up innings are, are what get you and, and keep you out of a lockdown job when you have innings like that, that you almost know are going to come. You cannot pitch effectively and and expect your guys to be okay when you know that blow-up inning is coming. So I don't like the long-term prospects for Wagaspak. I, I never really did, but he's the best of, of what they've got. Which, as Charlie Montoyo pointed out yesterday, they've got some guys, essentially. That's it. Um, I did want to give a shout-out to Josh Donaldson, who... You know, finally had the game he wanted against the Blue Jays. Um, one for three, but that one was that two-run shot off Waggis back in the first that put Atlanta up. Scored three times in that game, which will always play. And just, again, it's it's been a nice bounce back for Donaldson. The average isn't there, but the average isn't there for a lot of people. His slugging is still good. That was his 34th home run of the season off of Waggis back. So I'm glad he's performing well enough to get another payday because what happened to him in his last season with Toronto kind of sucked. And like, we knew he wasn't coming back. Vladdy was coming up and he wants to play third. So tough. But it it is nice to see that, you know, for for all the stories we've had this year of those Blue Jays playoff heroes kind of falling by the wayside, being being waylaid by injury. 
Um, Tulo retiring, Marco retiring, Edwin on the DL, Jose can't get a job. It's nice to see someone from that series performing well as Josh Donaldson has, and not just in a in a wacky kind of offset role like Russell Martin's doing in Los Angeles. He's their new closer, really. So yeah, just wanted to say that right quick. We are going to talk about the Blue Jays roster moves after this break, which this break is sponsored. Yeah, we have sponsored breaks now. Isn't that awesome? Um, this break is sponsored by NFL Crossover Wednesday. The NFL season begins next week, which means Crossover Wednesday will be back on Locked on NFL for the entire season. You will get a special episode every Wednesday as a host from opposing sides meet up to preview the excitement of the games happening that week. So find your favorite team wherever you get your podcasts and be sure not to miss the NFL listeners favorite segment on the Locked on NFL podcast network. And that brings us to this message, which is brought to you by our friends at Postmates. Whenever you need wine at four, whenever you need a Big Mac at 11, whenever you need to find someone who still has dollar drinks on because people need their Coke Zero, you can do so with Postmates. You just Postmate it because it's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever delivery service. All year round, they do it for you. They can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. They offer anything you can possibly need 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You need cranberry sauce on Christmas. Postmates will bring it to you within the hour. So you don't even have to know where they're getting it. Postmates will deliver it to you. You You just download the app. It's that easy. You download it for free. And you get to browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, you just download the app, use the code Locked On, and get that $100 of free delivery credit. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with the code Locked On. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, the movement has already started. We are in September, and September means you call up whoever the heck you want and don't have to worry about options or DFAs or anything like that. Blue Jays have already started that process. They brought up Bo Taylor, who, sure, okay, might as well. He's not doing anything. They, The catcher they acquired off of waivers from Oakland, who caught T.J. Zoic's no-hitter and was present for Justin Verlander's no-hitter, which, you know, that's, that's kind of quirky. Um, Ryan Tapera's back. From the 60-day DL, they designated Neil Ramirez to make room for him, which I'm sure we are all shedding tears about the loss of Neil Ramirez from our lives. But it can't be helped. Sacrifices must be made. And I'm sorry, Neil, but that 540 ERA just not going to cut it. (laughs) Not even on this team. 
So anyway, Ryan Tapera comes back. He pitches a scoreless inning in that game against Atlanta. Three strikeouts around a walk. That That's nice to see. Like, the Tapera that the Blue Jays were getting in 2019 was almost sad. Just, just the way he, he couldn't get anything past batters and... To, to see that kind of return to form for Texas Tap is just, you know, it's, it's an, again, it's a warm, fuzzy feeling that has that kind of draw back to the playoff games. Because Tapera is one of those last men standing from that roster. So to see him go out and, and be Ryan Tapera again is heartwarming. And hopefully he'll be able to do that a bit more in the month of September, and again, just reestablish that value that Tapera had. So he's on the roster. Clayton Richard is back. He's been activated. Thomas Pannone has been called up. So there are more lefties who can be guys, essentially, for the Blue Jays. Again, as we mentioned, Charlie Montoyo saying today, Against Atlanta, they're going with an opener and then a guy. <laughs> Which, okay. So, Wilmer Font's already been announced as the opener. Shock of shocks. He'll pitch his two innings, and then they will likely turn to either Richard or Pannone to get three or four innings out of them, and then probably stick with whichever lefty they don't use there. Since Godley and Gavilio pitched against Houston, they'll probably keep that going, and then... Hopefully, um, they may go back to Gavilio since he, he only needed the 29 pitches against Houston. So they could send him back out there. They could send Derek Law out. Um, but that seems to be the plan. Just use those guys as like, since they're up to 28 men on the roster now. And Shai Davidi reports that they will be joined by the aforementioned Anthony Kay and TJ Zoic that we talked about earlier in this podcast. So what do they do to make room for them? Well, they could say goodbye to Luke Maley, which I am I I I feel a bit for Luke. He came out to Halifax in January as part of that trip and and he, um him and Danny are the only ones actually playing for the Blue Jays this season. So it would suck like like they could move Mailey to the 60 day and and just kind of keep him around that way, but his time is limited. The second Reese McGuire came up and established himself, like that slammed the door on Luke Mailey. So he's an easy cut. Um I I don't think there are there are any real guys in the minors who, who meet that they, they could, um, they could say goodbye to Brock Stewart, but he's been pitching well for them. And I think they're, they're eventually going to bring him up for his length. Julian Merriweather is just a astounding case. I don't know what they're really doing with him. I don't know why he isn't on an injured list, but okay, fine. Let's see if he can keep throwing a hundred. If neither of them are chosen, it's likely that it's the end of the road for Buddy Boshears with the Blue Jays. He's 
he's basically gotten by just because he's the other lefty in there and he pitched well in Buffalo earlier this season. But he's got a 540 ERA. He's not uh he's not limiting hits the way you want pitchers to limit hits. He's got a H9 of 10.1. That's that's hits per 9 innings. And anytime you're above 9, that's not positive. I know, shocking revelations here on Locked on Jays. But we've had kind of we've had Bo Shears ticketed as that DFA candidate for a while. It's what happens when you know you go for a year or two years without pitching in the majors. You you look very expendable. So it's likely the end of the road for him, which I'm sure people will miss seeing that ginger beard out there just huffing and puffing and and occasionally blowing guys down. But Boshears is a is just an obvious candidate to go to make room for Zoik and Kay, the future of the Blue Jays. And we'll probably see more names come up. Again, Sean Reed Foley hasn't been called up yet. He's almost a lock. If Brock Stewart isn't DFA'd, he should be up. Justin Schaefer will be up very quickly. Richard Urania, Jonathan Davis, Anthony Alford, if they want to bring them up for just the security. I know Urania is going to come up because they they need someone who can reliably, reliably play defense because they don't seem to have that. But they can call up Urania. They can call up Davis. We'll see what they do with Alfred. It could be very telling what they think of Anthony Alfred and what his job security looks like, which, I mean, with, with all the injuries, he's starting to look like the second coming of Dalton Pompey, and we saw what happened with him. So that's likely what's going to happen with the Blue Jays roster. It will remain to be seen. They'll probably make their moves during the off day coming up. We will be talking to you during the off day, recapping this Atlanta series and anything that really comes out of it. And to make sure you don't miss that episode, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Jays on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, wherever you get podcasts, make sure you click that link so you don't miss an episode. You can even review us if you want. It's your time. I mean, I'm not going to force it, but it'd be nice. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. And follow the podcast at Locked on Jays on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we've done it. We've made it to the end of this marathon. I'll be at work by the time you're hearing this. So, you know, feel free to let me know. it what you think of it because I'll be at work and you know I'll just I'll just be sitting there so I'll I will be working if my employers are listening to this I will be working but you know just Twitter breaks are nice so for everyone here at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jfromthecouch.com I'm AJ Andrews thank you all so much for listening to today's episode and y'all take care 